What's up, everybody? Welcome to Scheduled Arguing. This is episode one. Nets, not it. So, um, the plan is that we're going to give our takes on if the Nets are like the real deal this season because obviously they've been the most hyped up team so far. And there's been a little bit of controversy. Uh, they've got a lot of big weapons. They've got KD. They've got Kyrie Irving. They've got James Harden, not to mention the uh, uh, players like Blake Griffin, just to add even more depth to their team and uh, Dinwiddie. And but, one of the best role players in the league, Joe Harris, he's shooting, right. what, 60% from, the, or from three this game or this season? That's just elite. Right. But um, despite all that, there are many reasons why the Nets won't make it all the way. Yeah. Um. So, as we the season just ended yesterday, I believe. Yeah, last game, last night. We're not a top three team in the league. They are the second-best team in the East, one game behind the Sixers. And then the Jazz and Suns both have better records than the Sixers. Right. So how do you feel, like, what are they going to have to change to, like, get up there? Cause, well, yeah. for those of us who've played, uh, what was it, Madden 21, you know how there's always that thing with, oh, there's two quarterbacks and only one of y'all can play. I feel like uh, the Nets kind of have the same thing. When you've got so many players who are used to dropping 50 every game, you're not going to be able to make all of them happy. You know, um, we've seen issues with this, just uh, Russ and Harden last year, and I can only imagine adding a third, maybe even a fourth, if you count Blake Griffin and all that. Yeah, um, one of the things that I saw in the Tau. Hold up, I lost you. All right. There's just, like, that one big question. Who takes that final shot? Like, do you get it to KD on the wing? Do you give it to Harden behind the three-point line? Do you let Kyrie get it and go to the basket? Or do you just, like, dish it out to Joe Harris and let him put up a corner three? Right. But have got uh, three huge egos on this team. Right. Four if you count Blake Griffin, although he's not what he once was. Yeah, he's starting to mellow out now. Right. And everybody's been freaking about Dinwiddie recently. He's Dinwiddie also very skilled. Although Harden took his starting spot is why most people are. Mm-hmm. Then the whole Kyrie or not yes, Kyrie situation. Everything with Kyrie over the last what, month, two months almost? is chaotic. That's the biggest reason they ain't going to go all the way. Because, I mean, if you've got a player who's sitting out, um, not interacting with the team, blowing off reporters, said, no, I'm very hungry. I just played an NBA game. Yeah, um, it's mainly because of um, fasting for Ramadan, which I completely understand. You shouldn't play while you haven't ate all day, and you shouldn't 
not follow your religion because you play basketball. I understand right. and I and I respect his religion and stuff. You know, I understand that. Yeah. But at the same time, you think at a team standpoint, think if we were playing and some guy on our team who's dropping 25 or so a game just left for a month. Yeah. At the end um, of the season when it's really important at that. So, I mean. Yeah. Um. What about – how do you think they could have gotten, like, a better record this season? Um, obviously the Harden trade was uh, later in the season. That was around game 30-ish, I believe. Something like that. Um, again, if Kyrie would have stayed the last month or so, that definitely would have helped. Um, yeah, they have lost more games in the last 10 mm-hmm. than the Knicks, the Hawks, the Heat. The Bucks, the Sixers, and they've lost the same amount of games. The games as the Wizards, right? Mm. Excuse me, right? That uh, <clears throat> and I feel like these the last ten games of the season are ten of the most important games of the season, and you can't. Oh, they definitely. almost went five hundred. Definitely, that's when you could drop from one to four in two games, mm-hmm. depending on how tight it is. And then with the whole playing thing, if you drop down to six, you can miss the playoffs. Right. Or seven. Um, yeah, that's kind of like the Celtics situation, but we'll talk about that on some other episode. Yeah. But, um... um one second, I'm pulling up the uh, last ten. Yeah, Brooklyn, they're on a five-game win streak. Believe it or not, but the five games before that, they went one and four. Yeah, they ended it off strong. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Um. How do you feel about? I don't want to like talk about play-ins when it's not a play-in episode, but next time there's an NBA episode, plans will be over. So, how do you feel about play-ins? Um. Honestly, I don't know if I like the idea very much. Um, so the NBA was made as, um, entertainment. And I feel like a play-in would be really like intense and entertaining. And I feel like it was a good idea for the NBA because it'll get, um, more revenue coming in and they really need it since people can't come into the stadiums. Yeah. But at the same time, if you look at like last year, there was a play-in game between the uh, Trailblazers and Grizzlies. Yeah, I watched that game. It came down to the wire. Yeah, but it was really underhyped. Because the thing is, when you put teams like the Jazz, the Sixers, the Nets, the Suns, you know, those are big teams that people want to see, you know. But when you put teams like we're going to have Pacers and Hornets play, that's not that big of a game. When you see Grizzlies and Spurs Maybe because of the division rivalry, but again, not exactly a big thing, you know? If I'm going to watch a game that isn't like a Thunder game, which aren't entertaining, I'm just going to say it. Um, I really like watching Grizzlies games. I like seeing John Morant play. 
Right, and obviously we've all got that one player, you know, who just is an exception. Like a lot of people, it's uh, Luka Doncic. They just – or uh, Jokic or someone like that. Yeah. Watching Jokic, it's – you don't see anyone just like flop around on the court for 15 seconds and then put up some crazy fadeaway on Joel Embiid and just swish in their face. Not to mention uh, the uh, amazing interviews after the games every night. Yeah. He's got the best stuff, bro. Anyways, right, so um, how do you think the Nets are going to do in the postseason? Um, I'm trying to think. They'd play seven seed, which could be any of the four teams playing. Either Celtics or Wizards, whoever wins that. And the only team here who I think poses any kind of a threat is the Wizards, to be honest. Really? Um, um, who's I mean, gonna I know. I mean, you've, you've seen the stuff going around with um, people re-quoting Russ, uh, his first game back against KD. Don't anybody talk to him, you know? Yeah. And uh, obviously adding Harden to that is going to make it that much more. Mm. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that Beal and Russ can't take on a super team yeah so Um, uh, yeah nets to be honest are they're going to the second round no matter what right um celtics without jalen brown aren't going to do much though they can sweep the celtics wizards they'll probably win in five so i mean yeah pacers (sighs) to be honest sweep Celtics sweep Wizards maybe Hornets. Well, well, they there's no possibility of playing the uh, Pacers or Hornets. Oh yeah, yeah. Just yeah. the winner of seven and eight goes there. So. Yeah. Um. But round two, that means they would play. Assuming the, no upsets, that would be Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. Um. Giannis is a serious defensive player of the year candidate, so I feel like Durant would be on lock, and Drew Bledsoe might pick Kyrie on lock. Right. And, I mean, who's going to guard Harden? DiVincenzo? They'd probably uh, switch up for Middleton. Yeah. Um, that would be a f- That would be an amazing series to watch. Right. I feel like Joe Harris would come out of nowhere and, like, drop 30 in one game. Right. Just – I'm going to say Nets in six or seven on that one. Conference championship versus Sixers. They have struggled against the Steelers, 76ers all season. Yeah. um... They fought as hard as they could to get the one spot from them, and they couldn't, even without a healthy Joel. Right. Um... Um, I'm going to say prob- as the long as the problem hard. here is that, uh, the Nets, they've got a uh, top three, top five point guard, shooting guard, power forward, but they're centered. There's no one they can put up against Embiid. Yeah. Um, they'd probably end up putting 
DeAndre Jordan on him or something. I don't really know. Like, Embiid is averaging 30 and 10. Right. I just feel like that's going to be, as a Rockets fan, I've seen this happen a million times with the uh, Nuggets, how Jokic will just shut down our entire team. Yeah. And I've got Nets and Hmm. Nets and six. Nets and six. Nets and six. Because I mean, yeah, Embiid's gonna have Embiid's probably gonna be on Durant, and Simmons is probably gonna be on. I'd put him on Harden. Yeah. And who's gonna guard Kyrie? Well, but Kyrie's been their most back and forth player all year. Yeah. And then at the same time, you got um, uh, I forgot what I was saying. Who's the uh, Sixers power forward right now? I'm trying to think. Um, is it Tobias Harris? I think it is. I was and thinking then, they put him in a small forward. Is he a power? I think Danny Green's a small forward, and Seth Curry is it. Right. Yeah. All right, so I just don't think Embiid would be able to guard Durant and vice versa because Durant, while he does play power forward, he hits quite a few deep shots. Just if KD drives, he's going to have to do um, – he's going to have to draw a foul if he wants to score. Right. Which could lead to a problem for the Sixers if Embiid's got five fouls at the end of the first quarter, you know? Yeah. But um, I've got him in the finals against. I'm gonna guess a healthy Lakers as long as they've all got it together. Really? If the Lake, it doesn't matter. No, what happens? I've got Nets and. How about this? Nets and seven. If LeBron wins this series against the Nets, he is the greatest to ever play the game of basketball. I really don't think the Lakers are going to make it that far, especially with the way they're playing. You're right, you're right. But you look in the West and Clippers at the four seed, are they going to be the only people? Like, no one else is really going to compete with the Lakers on a level besides for the Clippers. Okay, first of all, back to the um, Nets-Sixers. I think that's going to go to a game seven, and it's all going to come down to Joe Harris. And so I don't even know if they're going to make the finals. But let's say they do. I mean, what happened last time? The Sixers were in a game seven, and it all came down to one person. Right. The Raptors won the finals. Yeah. But, again, the team has evolved quite a bit since then. Yeah, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid have progressed right. way, way better than anyone thought. Yeah. Um, as far as the West Conference goes, I don't see the Lakers nor the Warriors. Uh, no, the Warriors are close to the finals. Um, Jazz, I feel like they'll at least win first round. 
but they'll probably choke against either the Clippers or the Mavericks. Yeah. Um, Lake Suns might get knocked out first round. They've been such a great, like, it's been such a cool comeback story. It's been fun to watch. Right. But, like, they're going to have to play healthy Lakers round one. Yikes. It's not good. Right. Um, I just don't I've see got, the Lakers getting too far, honestly. I just, I've got either Clippers or Lakers in finals against the Nets. I feel like the uh, Clippers Mavericks game is going to be really good because Clippers, you know, you got Kawhi and PG and uh, Mavs, you got Luka, who's probably like half of America's favorite player, even if they don't watch basketball. <laughs> I mean, and then when you've got KP at power forward. Yeah, he could. Who knows? He hasn't been the most consistent player, but. Yeah. Hey, him, I would love to see him play KD in the finals. Right. I don't, I just don't see the Mavericks making it that far. Um, so, outro time? Uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. All right, quick little sneak peek of the next episode. We will be talking about the higher-ups and NFL organizations. Going to be talking about all the trades, some drafts, some signings, and some of the craziest scenarios that are going on right now in the NFL. Next episode is very it's gonna go way further into detail than this one yeah like we had what one two three four um like things to talk about in this episode it was kind of like improv and then the next one we have one two three four five six seven eight nine too many to count bro it's probably like 20 ish 15 yeah we have every single minute planned out right Alrighty, and also um, in two episodes back when we get to NBA, which will be our third episode, go drop a follow on our uh, Instagram, scheduled arguing, all one word, and we're going to put up a question thing on there, and And just drop any hot take regarding the NBA. Drop Um, a hot take for a chance to get featured on our... Not next episode, but episode after next. Right, and it don't matter how crazy it is. You could tell me Spurs are going to sweep every team and win it, you know? just You could say that the league falls apart and somehow the Magic make the finals and beat the Nets in four. Or not the Nets, the Lakers, and or beat the Spurs in four. And if you would like... Um, we could probably get you on here if you'd like to explain your take yeah. a little bit just so it don't just sound like craziness, you know? I'm just now realizing the Rockets only won 17 games. Shush. Just, just we don't talk about that, bro. Do you even have your pick? Do we have your pick? No, we got our pick this year. Oh, all right. I was just oh. thinking about the Chris Paul trade. All right, we're getting off topic. All right, we'll yeah, see sorry. See you guys next time on Scheduled Arguing. All right, see you.